Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You're tuned in. You're tuned in to Stardom 100 Radio. Stardom 100 Radio. What time is it? With your host, Tanisha Davis. We're the show that's keeping it all the way 100 with you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the heavenly orchestrated, never duplicated lyrical symphony known as the Eternal One Eternity, a.k.a. Mr. Everlasting, the lyrical assassin, and you are tuned into Stardom 100 Radio. Let's go. Yo, what's poppin'? It's the Young Lion, Sammy, and right now you're tuned in to Stardom 100 Radio. Keep it locked. Tuning in again to Stardom 100 Radio, and I'm your host, none other than Tanisha Davis. And I'm super, super excited because we are going to be having like an amazing topic today on the show. Uh, I want to be uh, grateful and thankful to announce that we have a special guest on the show, none other than Divine Blessings, who is from Arnold's TV series Ready to Love. And joining us as a guest co host today on the show is Tiffany. Terrell, so Divine Blessings, do we have you on the line? I'm on the line, hey. Hey, hey, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing great, I'm doing great. And Tiffany, do we have you on the line as well? Yes, ma'am, I'm here. Awesome, awesome. So, um, again, like I said, I'm, I'm super excited to have both of you joining the show today. Um, we have an amazing discussion up ahead, of course. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. So, uh, Divine, um, you were on this season of Ready to Love. What was that whole experience like for you? It was a journey. It was a trip. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, I'm on a show where... <laughs> I'm on a show where there's, you know, 10 men that I'm trying to get to know. Um, we're, we're all dating each other. We're all trying to find love within the madness. So, you know, it was a journey. The outcome was great. Um, but overall, it, it, was, it was definitely a journey. It was definitely something um, that put me out of my comfort zone. But um, it was a good time, yeah. that's for sure. It definitely, I, I was tuned into the show, and I was like, wow, you know, because you're getting to meet, it's, it's so many guys on the show, and you're like, it's almost like speed dating, but at, at a different rate, <laughs> and you're getting to know all of these different guys to see which one will be a great fit for you, so I can imagine, like, that was that was truly something uh, to watch. So um, since right. the show, like, have you have you found love since being on the show? Well, you know, I, I was definitely a finalist on the show um, with a gentleman named mm-hmm. London. We are keeping our relationship that is private at the moment because when I tell you, okay. there's a lot of people that were um, really invested in in our situation. Um, Mm-hmm. So we decided to make our relationship status private at the moment um, because it's one of those situations where, you know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so difficult being, you know, a couple, a, a public couple and having everyone, you know, in your business watching you, watching everything yes. that you do. So, you know, our, our relationship status is private at the moment, but, um, you know, definitely – we had a good time, and um, we made the best of the situation, you know, while the show was rolling and afterwards. Wow. I, I agree with keeping things private sometimes because uh, with the way social media is today, I don't know, I don't want to 100% blame it on social media, but I'm just saying, like, some things just need to be kept private. 
some things everybody oh, don't yeah. need to know every single thing. So that's my thoughts on that. Tiffany, did you want to say something about it? Um. Well, I know, yeah, I agree with social media um, really takes a dive. And because I know, like, my relationship that I've been in for almost two years, like, we have no sign of each other on either one of our social media, and everything is, like, strictly business, uh, which makes it better to me because um, (laughs) while we go through our ups and downs, um, we don't have to worry about the public either cheering, you know, or knocking the other person down, you know, because even though, like, when people are going through relationships, a lot of people, um, they may, you know, you may start not to like the other person, for this person, but at the moment, you know, they're just going through and no relationship is perfect. So I totally agree with not putting it out there and making it public. Yes, yes. that's. That, I think that's a plus. I'm with you, Tiffany, uh, as well. It's been two years, and I just keep my relationship to myself. So, um, right. Devon, um, what other um, projects have you been involved in since doing the show? Um, I'm working on a podcast that I am um, hoping to launch in the next month or so. Um, It's going to be focused on love, dating, and relationships with a little bit of entertainment. So that's been my main focus, as well as just, you know, doing some interviews and, and, um, you know, having a platform and speaking on uh, dating and sexuality and relationships. So that's what I've been working on since the show. Okay. Uh, What are your thoughts on, like, just from your experience, you know, what do you feel helps make a healthy relationship? Because we spoke on social media, you know, kind of keeping things private. Uh, what do you think helps, you know, create that healthy relationship? Um, I would say definitely number one would be communication. Um, just keeping the mm-hmm. lines of communication open, um, expressing your feelings in a in a healthy way and <laughs> not arguing, but, yes. you know, communicating, yeah, communicating with each other, uh, making sure you don't get complacent, making sure that you still have that, that date night. A lot of couples get complacent and, you know, they don't, they don't mm-hmm. date anymore. You know, they're together yes. and they're like, okay, well, we're together. We don't need to date. Most people think that, you know, dating is the, the foreplay of the relationship when it's not. It's something that should be continued on, you know, throughout the in, the entire relationship. Um, so those are the main things, just keeping it fresh. And, and, and you know, women get complacent yeah. a lot, and, you know, they don't want to take that bonnet off a lot of times during the daytime. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, making sure, making sure you're keeping it sexy for, for your guy and, you know, not getting complacent in the situation. I agree with the bonnet thing because, I mean, sometimes, like you said, you get complacent when you've been with a person for a while. It's like you start getting comfortable, and you're like, oh, I don't have to take that scarf off today or that bonnet off. He, you know, like, he knows how oh, yeah. look, you know. So you- yeah. <laughs> right, right. you gotta, yeah. you got to be consistent. You know, a lot of times early on in a relationship, you're like, okay, I don't want him to see me without makeup. I don't want him to see me with the bonnet on. Then yeah. when you get comfortable, you know, you get comfortable, and then you forget, and then you, you're kind of looking like that all the time. And he's like, wait a minute, that's <laughs> I, where's the woman that I was attracted to? I know. <laughs> that's, left, <laughs> that's left in a tank top and shorts. Now you're in a, you know, full granny robe. <laughs> right. Divine, do, do you think that affects a lot of relationships um, with the it, women being complacent? It, definite, it definitely does. It definitely affects the relationship because, you know, and that that's what causes a wandering eye most of the time because early on, okay. you know, we're, we're, you know we, we give our representative early on, you know what I mean? Right. And then we get comfortable yeah. and then we get relaxed and, you know, we fall back on, on our appearance and, and keeping it sexy because we feel we got them locked in. Not saying that that's going to cause a man to cheat, but it will definitely cause him to, you know, possibly have a wandering eye. So you got to make sure that you're on your toes, you know, once you're in a relationship, deep in the relationship, and not get too comfortable. Yeah, right. I totally I agree. I, yeah, I didn't understand yeah. that until I became older. I really mm-hmm. didn't understand mm-hmm. that. 
because at first I was like, because I call it myself block D braids when you have your weave and stuff in under your wigs. Right. <laughs> 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 With the stocking cap. And I was like, yeah, I was like, we be looking like we about to go do a heist. And you think this man think that's cute and you walk around looking like that. Right. Looking like you've been locked right. up for two years. That is not cute. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> Hey, I um I agree with it, um, Divine as well and Tiffany. Like I knew a lady who was married and her husband at first he was like, He likes her to be natural. He likes her to be herself. He was like, I don't want you wearing weave, I don't want you wearing nails, I don't want you wearing makeup and then uh she got complacent. She was like, Okay, I'm just gonna look plain and, and so forth but later on the uh guy started Giving out, cheating. And the woman that he was cheating with kept her nails done, had her makeup did, had her hair did, and I was like, wow. But, you know, he was telling his wife he didn't want her doing all that stuff, but the woman he was cheating with was doing all of that. What do y'all think about that? Wow. I think that's messed up. And, you know, a lot of times yeah. men, men will cheat. Men will definitely cheat. You know, I, I knew a similar situation. It wasn't looks, but, you know, I had a male friend that he was, you know, he his girlfriend, we we called her, he's our friend. We used to play cards um, together, but we called her Kizzy <laughs> because she, she would, you know, pack his lunch, iron his clothes, wash his clothes, you know, at wow. one in the morning. If his voice came over, he would say, hey, fry us some chicken. She'd get up out of bed and fry some chicken, wait on him hand and foot, you know, and he ended wow. up cheating on her with a girl that was from Brooklyn that, you know, wouldn't do any anything for him. So, you know, I know a similar situation like that where, you know, a, a friend of mine, he cheated on someone that was the total opposite of what, you know, he really enjoyed and requested, you know, from his woman, and it's a sad mm. situation because what do you do? You're giving a guy everything he asks for, what he wants, you're honoring right. his request, you know. So in that situation, the woman isn't the problem. He's the problem in that situation, yeah. and, you know, it's nothing you can do right. at that point. Yes. I, I have a, a question, Divine Light and Tiffany. Like, how can we as women better communicate with men so it doesn't come off like, like a lot of times men think we're back? Like how? What is the best way to communicate with them? Um, that's I don't know. That's another thing I've been working on. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, the, the, what's the question? The best way to communicate with men so you don't look like men, your wife. So, so we don't come off like we're nagging, because that's the first thing. Like sometimes guys say uh. you're nagging. How do you communicate with them so they don't think you're like nagging? No, you know you gotta ask. You gotta ask him. Ask him the questions rather than you know issuing ultimatums and, and give him a statement. You know, ask him. Say, mm-hmm. yeah, what what can I do to make this relationship better? Are you happy with me? What do you think? There's things that we as a couple can improve on. You know, what what do you think mm-hmm. I can do? To, to as a woman to make this relationship last and 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 to make you happier. What am I doing or what am I not doing? You know, and then you just have a have an exchange of of conversation. And if he says, you know, hey, I want you to you know keep yourself up a little bit more, or I want you to get in the gym a little bit more, mm-hmm. then you know that those are those are you know respect. And then that's when you say, okay, mm-hmm. well, you know, I would like to discuss with you what I feel you can do to make us a little bit better. And I feel that you should spend a little bit more time at home instead of out the club with your boys. So just make it a, yes. a, a level playing field when you have the communication and ask, ask those, you know, difficult questions and just feed off of each other's energy and, and, and exchange information with each other. That way it's a level playing field and it's not one-sided where you're issuing demands. Mm-hmm. I agree. And also... Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. But I um also learning to the point that um you have to be careful of when you're bringing up certain issues um as well. Like Divine said, don't make it an ultimatum, but actually ask um you know questions 
and don't be out at dinner <laughs> when you are, you know, delivering <laughs> your message. You know, so a lot of us right. um, as women, we do that a lot. Like, we be like, well, I want to get it off my chest now, you know, and he's yes. trying to enjoy yes. having a good time, and we're sitting up there. And a lot of times I think a lot of the problems that some of us have be so petty um, <laughs> that it can wait. <laughs> but I think as women we've gotten to the point where it's like either my way or no way, which is horrible, you know. So it's just a lot when it comes to the um, relationship part of actually respecting each other. Right. Good right. stuff. I agree. Wow. Um, so in, in your um, thoughts, like what do you all feel are five essential uh, things to make any relationship work when we're talking about like trust, communication, respect? What are some things that comes to mind for you all? You can go ahead. Uh, okay, I'll go. You <laughs> okay. No, no, you can go, You the expert. Okay. I'm, I'm still learning. Look. <laughs> Um, definitely, you know, everything, yeah, definitely, um, you know, open communication, making sure you guys have a a open level of, um, communication where you're able to speak freely of, of, you know, your issues or even just, you know, speak, speak freely with each other on, on good things, you know, where you're actually Mm -hmm. complimenting him and saying, Hey, I really appreciate you you know, cutting the grass or washing my car for me, you know, just making sure when you communicate, keeping it both ways instead of communicating the issues that you have, make sure that you, you know, offer him praise or her praise as well saying, hey, I appreciate if it's a Mm -hmm. woman, I appreciate that meal you cooked or if it's a man, I appreciate you, you know, washing my car, just making sure you're letting letting the other person know that, that they're appreciated in the relationship also, you know, understanding the other person's love language, you know, so to make sure that you're on the mm. same page. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and you know, that that's a, that's an old school, you know, way of, of communicating, whereas, you know, my, my love language is, is words of affirmation. I love for a man to say, you know, hey, I appreciate you doing this. I appreciate you, you mm-hmm. doing that. Now, if, if that man that I'm with doesn't communicate well and doesn't isn't really expressed, then we might have a problem because if, that means he's not speaking my language. So we're gonna we might have a communication issue there. So that's a whole other um, problem there. And you know, trust is definitely very important. So making sure that you're loyal and honest in a relationship because once that trust is breached, you're going to continue to have a problem. You might not yeah. even, even be able to last or move forward in the relationship at that point. And, um, you know, I, I just think, like, trust and communication can, can you know, get you through the tough times because if there's other issues like sex, you know, you might not be mm-hmm. sexually compatible in a relationship. Well, how do you solve that? There's, it goes back to communication mm-hmm. again. So I, I think wow. communication is, is, is really a, a big deal. Also, if you have a trust issue, you know, you got to communicate yes. that and say, hey, you know, you didn't, you didn't call me for two days. I'm wondering, were you with another woman? What was going on? So right. every situation tends to go back in full circle to um, communication. So that's, that's really something that I'm, you know, really big on in terms of relationships. If you're not able to communicate then, you know, the trust and your problems, everything is going to, you know, it's going to be hindered. It's going to be an issue there. So definitely communication would be my big thing, and everything else kind of falls under that. I'm big on I'm communication totally as well. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah. No, I totally agree But what she's saying. But I have a question for both of you guys as well. Um, have you mm-hmm. ever been in a situation where – that trust was broken and you still continue in the situation um, will still oh, remain yeah. with that person. Yeah. Whew. Go ahead, Devon. I'll let you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have been in that. I have, I have been in that situation and, you know, the, the, 
way to heal that wound is time. That's that's all you can do. Yeah. You just gotta wait sure. it out, you know, time. Um, because it it was one of it was a situation with me where, you know, I just woke up and I said, Okay, I it, it took me maybe four months to, to really heal from mm-hmm. that breach of trust. Um, and I just woke right. up and said, You know what, if I'm gonna be with this person you know, I, I just need to go ahead and, and take this wall down and trust them again because I'm tired of, you know, checking on them. I'm tired of, of having my guard up mm-hmm. and I'm tired of feeling a certain type of way. So yes. if I'm going to be with him, I'm going to have to put this wall down. I'm going to have to just go ahead and, and trust him. And it took me, you know, four months to, to actually get to that point. And, you know, he ended up breaching the trust mm-hmm. again. So going forward for me, if oh. I breach, I don't think <laughs> I would end up, you know, staying in that that situation again. Just depends on the person. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I agree. I I was in that situ a situation like that, similar situation in a relationship, and the guy cheated. And the first thing in my mind was like, get rid of this relationship, like let this go, you know. But it was like the person, the guy was apologizing, like I'm sorry, I'll never do it again, so forth like that. And I, and, and the trust was really, really, it was hard because it was like, ah, you know, how do I know, you know, what I'm saying that you're not gonna do that again? How do I know that you're being honest with me? And and it, it really takes time and. I, what I've noticed sometimes with men is when they say they're sorry, sometimes they feel like that's, okay, I'm sorry, okay, let's move forward. But you have to get that person time to heal, that person time to uh, regain trust in you again, you know. And I don't think that men sometimes understand that. It's like, I'm sorry, okay, let's get over this. That's the past now. It's like, no, it's not the past. <laughs> like, oh, right, right. Still, you know. So yeah, I, I've been through that, and trust is really, really big, and and it's it's hard, especially if we if we're trying to get back to that place like we think about our grandparents who have been married for thirty years and so forth, like in forty years that worked, you know, did you know how did they maintain trust despite everything that they may have went through? So it's it's really a big deal. Right, and with, so, with kids, um, you know, you have to look at the you have to look at the full mm-hmm. picture because you have to look. You know, I was in a, in in a similar situation where I was cheated on, and I had to ask, mm-hmm. I had to look at myself and say, well, is this something that I could have done to prevent this, or is it something that I did? And yeah. when I took a look at myself, yeah, you know, I definitely was neglecting him. You know what I mean? So in in that oh, situation, okay. I really couldn't fault him. He pretty much sent me a few signs of, you know, hey, I'm lonely. Hey, I'm over here. Hey, I'm your man. And, you know, I was focused on other things. You know, I was focused on other wow. things. Um, so, you know, I I did. But in return, I, he still breached my trust. So he still, you know, mm-hmm. was in the doghouse. He got tired of being in the doghouse. So I just had to say, <laughs> okay, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to see what happens and put my guard down. This was you know, I played the part in, in this cheating, you know, from mm-hmm. not giving him any attention. So in a situation like that, you mm-hmm. have to look at yourself and, and ask yourself, did you play a part in it as well, you know, just to be mm-hmm. fair. Yes, that's a good that's a good thing to always examine yourself in it because we, you know, sometimes there are things, like you said, we are doing and we just overlook it. You know, we feel like, well, you know, I didn't do anything wrong to deserve this. And sometimes you may have done something. You know, not saying you deserve to be cheated on, of course, but it's like you know you may have done something that have that may have made that man feel like he's been or not loved or adored and so forth. So, um, speaking on um, this topic, do you all feel like social media plays a part in messing up relationships today, or do you would you say it's more just the person and not social media? Because I just discovered that uh, on Messenger via Facebook, you can have private conversations. So, like, how do you all feel about that? <laughs> yep. I I think I don't <laughs> I don't think that social media is the reason I for for it, but I it it definitely makes it a lot easier um, to destroy a relationship. I can't tell you the high number of married men that in my um in my inbox and you know these mm. are men that are posted 
with their kids and their wife and their profile wow. pictures. Like they're not hiding. They're not hiding the fact, you know, that they're in a relationship at, at all, at all. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think social media makes it easier. Back in the day without social media, you know, how are you having access to so many yeah. women? <laughs> You know, you're not yes. <laughs> unless you're meeting them at the grocery store or, or where are you meeting them, the club or at, or at work. But, you know, social media, you can have, you know, at your fingertips access to 10,000, you know, thousands, thousands of women. I have, you know, five, Facebook, you know, you can have 5,000 people on your friends list. Well, out of that 5,000, you know, half of that may be the opposite sex and, you know, it's all mm-hmm. about it's a numbers game. You know, if you slide into two thousand inbox you inboxes, you might have ten that'll that'll bite and take the bait. You know, so right. definitely social media makes it easier for somebody that is already a cheater, you know, that's already up to mm-hmm. no good to have access to, you know, a multitude of, of options. Yes. So yeah. I think that you know, if a person is no good, if a person is going to cheat, they're going to do it whether it's social media exists or not. But social media definitely gives them the opportunity to have easy access to a high number of options. Right, right. I agree, I agree. Tiffany, what are your thoughts on this? You on the line? Did we lose Tiffany? Somebody no. can you hear you? Yes. yes. Okay. I can hear you guys. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> My phone had hung up, and I was like, "Oh Lord." Um, I don't think it's a matter. I don't think it's a matter of um making it worse. I just think the compa- the comparison um of other people in other relationships. So like um you know people have this facade cuz I think social media to me like people have a facade of you know it's just pictures and you think that this person got you know a great relationship and you put that pressure on your own relationship I think it does Oh lord you hear me hello Yes I can yeah, hear we can you hear now. Oh okay yeah so I I just think um the comparison our relationship to me is worse um, because back mm-hmm. when, you know, you didn't have social media, you really didn't know what was going on in other people's homes unless they told you, you know? Yeah. So um, right. I think people compare too much about, like, like other women, especially women, um, they compare what, mm-hmm. you know, what they doing, like, okay, he bought her flowers, like, I want flowers, and I'm like, your man just mm. don't like buying flowers, you know? So you just can't, <laughs> you can't make someone be who they're not, you know? And they're only going to be that person for, for so long for you, you know? And you always going to yeah. revert back to who you are to a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's so. true. That is so true. Um, I've been at, on the topic of relationships. Uh, I've noticed, like, especially in my city, and um, probably it's, I'm sure it's major in other surrounding areas as well. A lot of uh, domestic violence cases rock. Like, it's been a lot of women in my city that have been losing their lives to domestic violence. So, um, ladies, what would, what do you think about that? Like. What advice would you give to that woman that's in that situation where, you know, it's not a healthy relationship? You know, she's trying to endure because, oh, we we have history or we have kids together. Like, what would you say to that woman in that situation? Are you are you asking should? Oh, um, can ahead. you rephrase that? Mm-hmm. Um, what would you? What advice would you give to that woman that's dealing with uh, domestic violence um, in her relationship? Because some women they may think Ooh. it's okay, you know, since they've been with that, they mm-hmm. have history with that person, or they have kids with that person. Like, what would you say to that um, young woman? Oh man, definitely get out, get out of that situation. Great. I yeah. mean, that's that's a that's a that's a terrible situation to be in because if you know you can end up dead you know i I wouldn't advise yes. anyone to stay in a a situation where there is you know domestic 
violence or someone is laying hands or even even you know verbal or 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 mental abuse you know any type of abuse mm-hmm. type of whether it's physical you know verbal mental emotional abuse you know just get get out of the situation it's toxic and it's it's unhealthy and it's not it's not going to go anywhere you know even you know mm-hmm. if if you're married in that situation definitely the first step would be to try you know counseling maybe he has needs anger management you know, um, mm-hmm. if counseling doesn't work, then, you know, part ways and, and you know, let the brother heal on his own or, or, or get some help on his own. But especially if you have kids, it's, it's definitely, you know, not a good situation to healthy uh, situation to to be in. Definitely get out of the situation. If, you know, you're married, try counseling. If you're dating, get out of the situation. Walk away. Don't look back. Yes. Yes. Lock and delete. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, like as the line said, yeah, I would definitely tell them to run. <laughs> Don't just walk run. <laughs> um, the thing about uh, domestic violence, what a lot of people don't understand is, um, especially as she said, when you're married, um, a lot of people think about the financial um, obligation that both of them have. That's in part because when you actually come together and you intertwine your, you know, your life with someone, it's kind of hard just to get, you know, get up and just walk away, you know. So I definitely would, you know, tell them to leave regardless um, because your life is more important than you being financially stable because you can get to the point where we're burying you, you know. And as you say, a lot Mm -hmm. of people are losing their lives. Um, I lost one of my friends at 23. Her um, boyfriend shot her point blank range in the head, you know. So domestic violence, yeah. And he did it at the CNN building because I'm from Atlanta. So it was in Atlanta. um, It was a while ago. I'll be 35. So it was like 12, 13 years ago when that happened. Wow. And so domestic violence is one of those subjects to me because I've seen so much of it. it's kind of scary to the point because not only did he kill her, but he was planning on harming all of us because we was hanging out and she had broke up with him, you know. And then you know how wow. when you're younger and your friend, you know, going through something, y'all all go out, you know, y'all kumbaya and try to get her mind off of it. And he was like, well, I was following mm-hmm. them, um, and I could have got all of them, you know. So domestic wow. violence is you know, so horrible because these men are just not taking just a person like they're taking out the kids, you know, the parents, you know, yes. whoever's in the house are standing in their way. So I would definitely, you know, advise them to get a restraining order, you know, and she got a restraining order mm-hmm. against him. It still, you know, didn't really do any justice. It's just, you know, seeing the signs of that and actually having your family step in. You know, and don't really hide and be afraid, you know, to tell them, well, this is what's going on, and I need your help. So if you need your cousin, mm-hmm. little Tink Tink, need to come on to sleep on the <laughs> sofa, <laughs> you know, you have to do what you have to do. And I just think, um, as a community, we take it so lightly when it comes to domestic yeah. violence. That's just one of those subjects right. that just, it hit home to me, you know, so, you know. And I just, I don't know, I'm a fighter, so I don't know nobody, about nobody else. So I'm like, <laughs> we gonna, we going down together, you know. So I want to advise you to do all that, but just get out of it, you know. Put a restraining yes. order. Do the necessarily steps to get away from that situation. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it's a, it's a very serious issue. Um, we had a young lady recently, um, and I don't know if you all saw the article, but she, um, her and her boyfriend were arguing, arguing, and um, he came. He, she hung up the phone with him. I'm sure you know the girls at her job were probably telling her, you know, get off the phone with him. So he came up to her job after she hung up on him, and he came up there. He started arguing with her again, and then he shot her in the chest. And so it, oh and it, it's just like hearing. It was horrible. It was horrible. It was like. Oh my God! Like you, you're trying to get away from this situation. You, you know, you're not even safe at your job. So it's like, like you said, situations like that. Like 
it's so it's so heavy. It's like you have to take whatever precautions you can, but you also have to try to do whatever you have to do to protect yourself, especially when a person will come up to your job, you know, despite right. you trying to get away from them. So I'm seeing so many cases cases of domestic violence in my area. Um, just so many young women, young women losing their lives. And um, I remember when I was young coming up, you know, you would hear a lot of girls say, oh, girl, I'm not going to do that. You know, my boyfriend would choke me or here, do this, here, that. And they thought it was cool. And it, like you said, you know, they take it lightly, you know, and it's not it's mm-hmm. not cool. It's not cool for a guy to choke you. It's not cool. You know, to think that it's okay for your guy to put his hands on you, that's not cool, you know. And that, and that's right. something that a lot of young women need to know. Right. So. Uh-huh. And I, I, uh-huh. I want to know what, what are these mothers and these fathers teaching these men, you know. Because um, yeah. a lot of us have come from broken homes, and we've seen it to the point, just like rape culture, like domestic violence is right up there mm-hmm. with us. It's so normal for people to do so much stuff and that right there just like you can watch somebody talk all day about that I'm ready to fight because it just don't make sense because I'm like <laughs> what are you teaching your boys like why are you not teaching them about mm-hmm. when, when a woman say no or she don't want to be bothered you should be able to easily walk away you know you're not entitled yeah. to anyone's body you know and I think mm-hmm. we got it so bad as a society to where, you know, we just like, well, well, you can't tell me no. You know, and it's, it just, it goes over my head because I'm like, I don't know, like, where all this aggressiveness, you know, came from to the point where you feel mm-hmm. entitled to someone else. You know, it's yeah. just crazy. Right. That yeah. is great. Yeah. Divine, what are your thoughts awesome. about that as far as, like, what she was talking about, um, that, like, as far as raising young men up to know, like, you're not entitled, you know, like, because it, it's a lot of young guys, they feel like, well, especially married. I don't know, this may be a, a different topic, but I know, like, when you're married, they say that there's no such thing as rape if you're married, if your husband decides to, he wants it and he takes it, there's no such thing as rape. Like, what are your thoughts on that, Devon? Ooh, that's, you know, that's tricky because, you know, I, I don't know what the laws are and and, and if, you mm-hmm. know, a husband can actually be be accused and, and go to jail because, how you know, how can you, it's kind of like a date rape situation, which is, you know, very difficult to prove. I don't know the laws on mm-hmm. On that, as you know, if a hus- if, if a woman says no and, and the husband takes it, you know, is he really going to be charged and 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 go to jail right. for rape? But you know, I think I think it just it, it falls under um, you know just just the control situation. I think that if a man has control issues, you know that that makes him a dangerous man. Um, and I just right. think that yeah. that just falls under you know just just him trying to control the woman and and I'm sure if they're in a if they're in a marriage and they're in a, a relationship, especially marriage, then, you know, she mm-hmm. she would know that he has some sort of control issues. So she's either going mm-hmm. to, you know, give in and then if she resists, she's gonna know pretty much what, what the outcome is. You you know you know your spouse. Right. You know. Right. But um unfortunately I don't I don't know, you know, what the laws are um in terms of, of you know, can a husband be, be charged with rape? But, you know, definitely if a woman says no, then he should fall back mm-hmm. and, and not, you know, try to try to force anything. And, you know, a woman has the right to, to say no. You know, a woman has a right to right. give in even if she doesn't want to do it also. So, you know, that's, that's just a, just a, a touchy um subject right there mm-hmm. that, that's all I could speak on yeah. that but you know that's that's just unfortunate um in any situation to you know be forced in a situation you don't want to be in yes I agree I agree I agree well um for those who are listening into the show we're going to qu- take a really really quick music break um and then we'll get back into 
our next topic, um, talking about women empowerment, how we can empower each other as women. So we're going to take a really, really quick music break, and then we'll be back. All right. Yo, remember back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like... Yo, yo, my men and my women, don't forget about the day. This is what I the most became, yo. About a thing, uh, yo. Feel real good, wait networking keeping networking opportunities open with each other um, and just mm-hmm. you know sharing information if you ask someone hey can you refer me to a realtor can you refer me to you know someone you know an african-american nail salon um, you know things like that mm-hmm. just making sure that you're um, you know sharing information and and, and you know yes. networking with each other yes I think that's important Tiffany, what are your thoughts? Um, all of what she just said. Also, cross promoting. Um, I know that's a big thing for me. Um, actually, you know, taking like I share your flyers or some of the things you know that you're doing. Yeah. Um, 
getting on live with each other um, that, you know, can kind of promote where it's like things that are cost efficient. I always think about, you know, because neither what, nobody wants to give away nothing for free, you know, whether you're a person friend or not. <laughs> um, but I think those are cost efficient ways to actually, you know, help the next person, you know, get out there more. Um, and just showing up, like she said, to different events um, of what other people, other women are doing, you know, think those are so important, especially with um, so many women in competition with each other, uh, which yeah, because it's enough, yeah. enough money to go around, you know. So I just think it's, that's very important to me as a woman yeah. to be um, – Collectively out in business with each other. Yes, I, I I like when you said something about the competition. It sometimes you know you do have women that may feel like they're in competition. Like I'm not going to help her because she's going to do better than me, or her business is going to exceed mine. And it's like, what's wrong with supporting one another? You know, you don't have to feel like you're in competition if. If your sister is doing is doing great with her business, then you can still root for her. You can still support her. You don't have to feel like, you know, well, I'm not going to help her, you know. You know, so I think it's it's very important for women to come together. Um, Divine, what are some other um, topics that come to mind when you think of empowering women? Topics that come to mind with empowering women? Um, I can't think of any right now. Mm-hmm. Topics that come to mind with with empowering women. Yeah, I can't think of any right now. Okay. I, what do you um, think? I feel like, yeah, I I just feel like we need to work, you know, work together more, um, and continue to like support each other, uh, inspire each other, um, continue to uh, reflect a positive image um, amongst each other. Um, if and like um, Tiffany was saying, like if you have, even if you have knowledge about something that could, you know, help this person out or help that person be more successful, I think that that's a good thing to um, come together and do whatever you can to help that person out and to not feel like, well, I don't want to work with that person if it's gonna make that person bigger than me or uh, put the spotlight on that person more. I think those are some things that, you know, we as women can come together on. Right. I, I think yep. it's, I think it's um, something that I'm working on this year is emo- being emotionally, like, too attached to something, you know, um, because mm-hmm. a lot of times we as women, like, we're emotional creatures. A lot of us are, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like we need to take the feeling out of doing business and to be more productive, you know. So mm-hmm. um, whereas, like, that thought process, because the comp- then the competition in your mind will automatically go away because you wouldn't think about if that person is bigger than you, you know, or not, you know. And actually helping each other with blueprints. You know, because a lot of times we feel like we have to reinvent the wheel. The, the wheel has already been invented, you know. A lot of times that the mm-hmm. things that we're doing has already been done for years, you know. So we're just taking our special niche of who we are, like who divine is, who star is, you know, and actually yes. just, you know, taking it and making it a little bit more special, you know, putting a little bit more sprinkles mm-hmm. on it. Because, you know, what we've done, other women have already done. So it's it's no such thing yeah. as a competition, you know, because I don't look at other women as competition. She can have more than me. She can have less than me. Like, none of us are in competition because at the end of the day, a lot of the things that we have are just possessions of, you know, materialistic mm-hmm. things, you know. So... You know, and then we have to see what really defines success in our lives as women as well. Because a lot of, especially African-American women, you know, we define success of, um, I got this big old building over here that I can barely pay for, but I'm in competition with Mm. you, which does not make any sense, you know. Um, So it's just, it's a lot, you know, to me that can be done um, like putting events together. Like we shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. I know you doing the event. It's five of us doing 
an event on the same day, and we all know each other. And it's all within the same genre. Like, it does not make sense to me. Yeah. Right. You know, so. I agree. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You know, creating, yeah. creating, you know, various opportunities, um, you know, for women and, um, you know, women's voices to, to be heard. There's so many, you know, groups and organizations that you can join and become yes. a part of to empower other women. And just like you said, you know, um, you know, events, you know, there's, I've, I've seen mm-hmm. quite a few, you know, lately, and they happen a lot during the springtime, a lot of, you know, brunches that go on, you know, with different women groups where you can discuss different topics such as relationships or, you know, a women's brunch that, that, you know, creates networking opportunities for each other or, you know, even support groups, women's support groups, you mm-hmm. know, starting women's support groups where, you know, you can talk about um, if you're in a relationship where there's domestic violence or, mm-hmm. you know, um, things like that. So just, you know, creating different opportunities for women to be able to express themselves um, and creating opportunities where you can uplift each other, even a women's, you know, career fair, things like that. So, you know, putting together different events and creating those opportunities where, you know, women have a platform to support and express themselves and, and grow yes. in, in different aspects of life, whether it's career or beauty tips, um, you know, even podcasts things like that, just in yes. sharing information, but creating platforms and opportunities for, for women to be able to um, to grow. Yes. And and on the topic of competition, man, uh, just thinking about competition, like Divine, like even on the show, you, you know, it was so many women, you know, that, you know, were, I don't know if it was, would be the the best thing to say it was competing, but it was like it was so many women trying to find the right guy. How did you handle? How did you handle that pressure, or or was it pressure for you to know that it was like multiple women maybe competing for a guy that you were interested in? Man, it was it was tough. It was tough because you know you you might know if you're initially you know meet a guy that there might be someone or some others in in the picture, you know, they're just not thrown in your face. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they look like. You know, you're you're just you're yeah. you're oblivious to to the other person. You just know they're there. So, you know, you're still able to better focus on on, you know, you you and him, you know. Um but mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was a it was a difficult situation. Um you know, you just gotta I just roll with the with the punches. You know, I know I know what I bring to the table, I know, you know, my capabilities yeah. and, you know, I, I know that, you know, I've never, I've never stacked ranked myself against another woman to, you know, say, okay, yeah. well, she has this, I don't, or her butt is bigger than mine or, or, you know, anything yeah. like that. I've never <laughs> been, been able or been in a situation <laughs> to compare myself to another woman, but, you know, <laughs> But you know, it's, it's when it's thrown in your face, and it's and it's like that. It's it's just natural for you for you to do that. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and compare yourself. But you know, at the end of the day, everybody has preferences. You know, everybody has the the power of choice. Everybody has options. So you know, if in in my situation on the show, if one man preferred, you know, I'm pretty tall. I'm five eight. So if one man preferred a shorter mm-hmm. woman. And that's his preference, and you know someone else that's shorter has their eye on him, then okay, then that's that's where he should be. I have other options, you know, <laughs> nine other options mm-hmm. on the show um, as as well. So you know, the the key is just remembering that people have the right to their personal preference if they like them thicker mm-hmm. or if they like them smaller. Um, and, and the other aspect of it is to know that, you know, you have the, you know, multiple options as well, because that's not the only individual on the planet to choose from. So, yes. you know, once you have that in the back of your head that, you know, you have options and you have the right to your preferences, they have the right to their preferences, no hard feelings, then, you know, you just move accordingly. I like that you said that, like, you know, because a lot of us as women sometimes need to remember that, like, there are other guys on the world, in the world, you know, you don't have to just, you know, 
be uh, combative about this one particular guy. There are other guys, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, and that's where, you know, you have so many women sometimes they're competing um, against other women, and it's like, you know, if that's, like you said, if that's what he prefers, then that's what he prefers. I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying, be ready to knock your head off because of, you know what I'm saying, this is what he prefers. Like, I'm going to move on because there's somebody else uh, that I can move on with. You know, and I think that when we come into the topic of talking about standards, having standards, you know, you got to have some standards for yourself. you like, look, you know, if, that's, if that guy don't want me, if that's not what he likes, then, hey, I'm cool. I'm going to find someone else. And I think that, you know, you see a lot of women sometimes today, they're they're fighting over men, and it's like, why? Why? <laughs> you know, right. if, if he don't want right, you, right. move on. <laughs> right. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Tiffany, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I agree with what Devon said. Um, yeah. Because yeah, you, you have to really, and that's another thing, um, loving yourself, you know. Um, yes. And loving yes. and being comfortable in your own skin. And a lot of people are not comfortable you know, in their own skin, and they are, they're always tooting their nose up, you know, to the next person, like, oh, they think they're better, you know. And you're supposed to be confident, mm-hmm. you know, in yourself and love yeah. who you are. So, because that's how you're supposed to move. Because, like she said, when she was on the show, um, you could tell that's love within herself. Like, okay, on to the next, mm-hmm. you know. That's how you have that type of personality because it's, it's no point. Like, I don't know why we think that one particular man is like, okay, he's everything. I want him, and I'm going to do whatever it takes. And, you know, and, and mm-hmm. it just it don't make sense because there's somebody that's going to love you for exactly who you are, you know. Right, right. So. Right. And it's so it's so many women that sometimes they, they can be threatened. They feel threatened, like, Especially if it's a, you know, if a woman is beautiful, if you're a beautiful woman, they feel like they're threatened by you, you know, so they feel like they got to do whatever to, you know, and it's like, no, you know, you don't have to do all that, you know, so. Yeah, they don't make Um, sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And and then I I always look at two, mm -hmm. not to cut you, I always look at two, um, the type of relationship that those women have with their mother. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of things, what people don't understand, stems from something with you, within you growing up and within the relationships that you have with other people. And you reflect yeah. of who you are, you know, of your attitude or how you treat other people based off that as mm-hmm. well. Um so, because yeah. I'm surrounded by women, light-skinned, brown, like, you know, every shade of a color, every size, beautiful, you know. So I've never mm-hmm. been intimidated, you know, by another woman because, like, what, like yeah. we're not in competition, you know, so it does not make sense to me. Yeah, that's important. That's, yeah, you don't have to compete with each other. But, um Mm-mm. So you all have shared, like, some really, really amazing advice. I'm hoping that everyone that's listening to the show and that's tuned in has taken a whole lot of notes because we all have dropped a lot of jewels today. And um, so, Divine, um, just uh, really briefly, um, how can uh, we keep up with you on social media? Uh, the best platform will be Instagram, and my Instagram is Agent mm-hmm. Brown Eyes, A G E N T Brown Eyes. Okay, and Tiffany. Um, of course. Uh, well, um, on Facebook is Tiffany Terrell, but on Instagram it's Urbanish um, <laughs> Radio, which is. Uh, one of my podcasts and radio that I'm actually growing right now. So you guys looking for to look out for some more positivity and some cracking jokes and stuff, make sure you go <laughs> and download the app and tune in to Urbanish on all social media platforms. All right. And thank you, Divine Blessings, for being a guest on the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time out to join us. 
and as well, Tiffany Terrell from Urbanish. Thank you for joining the show, and uh, you all have a wonderful day, and thank you for the topic shared. And anyone that's listening, be sure to follow Stardom 100 Radio on all this. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.